Top of the morning, folks. I am not Jeremy Clevin, <laughs> nor am I the magic man, Mark Hutchins. This is the Bearded Beast Behind the Glass, Byron Filson. And uh, we're going to start off by thanking our sponsors since we missed them the last couple yes, days. Yes, we have. Yes. So thank you to VIP Mortgage and Alanis Morissette, or sorry, <laughs> uh, Alliance. What is it? Alliance? Alliance Property, Property Inspections. Property Inspections. That's right. Alanis Morissette Inspections. Yes. Yeah. Yes, we have forgot to, to thank them for the last few days, but thank you, <laughs> VIP Alliance. Always. All that you guys do. Big thanks. You know, big believers and surrounding ourselves with great partners. And Brian, you mentioned that the other day. You yeah. know, I mean, we can look to those around us. We can look to the partners around us, look to the things that they're doing in their respective businesses. And and how can we take the, those things and those tactics and skills and use them for, for our own, right? So hopefully people are doing that, right? Yeah, in order to get to be one of those partners who's helping out with a group like this, think right. about how hard they've worked right. to excel in their business. And there's right. always something to learn from those people for sure. Oh, so, 100%, yeah, right? No I mean, yeah, they're, you know, the, like we always say the folks that are around that we've surrounded ourselves with, they're not there by accident. No. They're the best of the best. Yeah. And I know you do the same thing. And That's we right. work with a lot of the same people, yep. right? So, I mean, they're, they're, Clearly, they're delivering at a high level. That's right. Right. Yeah, it's it's hilarious. <laughs> my on our way on our way over here. My boys. I'm with my boys. Right. They're in the car. My two little guys, ten and seven years old. They're in the studio. They, if you they, heard they them. are in the studio. You <laughs> may have heard them. And uh, and so we're having a conversation. They're seeing me work today. Right. right. Meeting appointment appointment meeting. They're with me all day. And um and at one point, <laughs> Rio goes, Dad, I don't want you to do this anymore. Right. <laughs> and uh, and I go, like, What do you want me to do? And he goes, Well, I want you to quit work and hang out with us more. Right. Yeah. Like this is crazy talk. Like, right. what are you doing here? Right. And I go, what do you think I'm going to do to make it so we could do the things that we want and need in life? And he goes, well, dad, you should invent a machine where when you put a dollar in the machine, it spits out a hundred. Oh, <laughs> right? yes. And so I said to him, never going to happen. <laughs> right. And, uh, but my point in sharing that, I won't, I won't quite get, I did teach him. I go, listen, but remember if someone did do that, wouldn't they just spit out a hundred and get a hundred ones and then put them back in the machine and get a hundred hundreds, right. yeah. you know what I mean? He's like, oh yeah, good one, dad. But I sometimes think that, uh, when you're thinking about these partners, uh, top producers who work in the industry, the people who are really operating at the top of the industry, unfortunately, I think there's some people out there that think that's how they got there. Right. Right. I think they do think they invented a machine where right. you put a $1 bill in and a hundred dollar right. bill comes out. Right. And you know, whether it's a nice suit or a nice car or the fact that they're getting publicity because you guys invite us to a show like this, you know, you make up these things in your head about somebody, how somebody actually got there. Uh, like I bet he made a machine where you put a dollar in and got a hundred out. And at the end of the day, man, I'll tell you, like I said to my son, not, not true, not going to happen ever. If you want to get it, you're going to have to bust your shorts. And, uh, and it's real. It's, how it's we all we know how to. Yeah. And it takes time, right? Yep. I mean, we're, we're, we're caught in a society right now where instant gratification, yep. I can go click a couple of buttons on Amazon and boom, boom, here totally. it is. It's delivered at my doorstep, yep. you know, and it's, it's creating, we're all guilty of it because yep. we love the tech. I love the oh, technologies yeah. just as much as the next guy, yep. right? Like I love to be able to do that. Yep. Right. But business is different, it, you know, different. and, and, and people look at us and I'm sure people looked at you and said the same thing sometime along, along the way of like, Oh man, you know, North and co or, Oh man, my home group. Oh man, you guys are like this overnight success. Yeah. I'm like, no, <laughs> this is Were taking you guys 2002, a long time. 2004, uh, 2005. Right. Yeah. yeah. Overnight. Yeah. Overnight. Yeah. That's right. 13 mm -hmm. years overnight. You got it. You know, that's right. You know, so, I mean, again, I mean, we, we, you know, businesses take time. Yep. Right. Um, but they'll also like the said, bigger they, they get, the, the more time they take. Right. 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 And that's the, uh, that's the other thing I'm realizing too, man. Every decision take, no matter what, it takes six months. 
Yeah. Like no matter what, you know, you could have, if it's something that should yeah. have taken a month or it's something that should take a year, they all average out and take six months now. And that's know? an ongoing challenge yep. too, right? I mean, that's, and that's another one to kind of pick up, piggyback off the, the theme for the last few days of the things we're trying to work on to get better is, you know, trying to categorize these things that, you know, we we're visionaries, yep. right? We have these ideas and we want to, to uh, look for ways to expand and look for ways to get to the next level and prioritizing these things of like, how easy can we check this off? Mm-hmm. Right. Is this a long-term yep. goal? Do we have the resources to be able to take this, take this on right now? You know, I mean, these are the ongoing challenges I know we all face, whatever level of this business you're in, you know, weighing out what's the most important, what can you actually knock off? Right. And it's a challenge. So, you <laughs> know, all day, every day, but that's the beautiful part, man. That's yeah. what we've designed. And that's the beauty of the new, that's our new challenge, right? I mean, as business owners is, uh, how do you check off the boxes and keep it moving forward? It's great. Well, it's crazy. I mean, you know, we're into July now, which we, we are. do our first of the month song for Byron, but maybe we could, you know, get that going here, his favorite song. Wake up. Uh, <laughs> he loves it. Oh, Byron, I love you. I love but, you. But I mean, we're in July now. Yeah. I mean, are you kidding me? I mean, what is going on? Yeah. This is crazy. You know, it is but, crazy, but if, I mean, I'll tell you for me, I mean, it's, it feels like we're in July, honestly. Yeah, I mean, it's yeah. been a, a good go and you and I, we've met up a couple of times for coffee in the yeah. last few months yeah. and really talking about all of the things that, you know, uh, we need to be paying attention to as business owners. And right. yeah, it's July and it's, it's time. And we've got a, uh, we're, we're so there. We're so in sync, man. That's exactly where I was going to yep. go. What you just said right there is, you know, where, what are we looking at? Yeah. Right. Like what should we be looking at for the next six months? What should we be focused on? you know, for till the end of the year. Yeah. I think it's a great question. You know, so much of the conversations that we're hearing on a macro level with our, with our colleagues, right. Uh, are, you know, off I buyers and, and, uh, you know, commission compression, all these types of things, right. That, that we need to pay attention to, but really at the end of the day, we still have to go to work every day and we've got the next six months to work on. And, um, we start planning now. So we plan now for 2019. Certainly we don't take our eye off the ball for 2018, but, the course is kind of set for 2018 to some degree, right? I mean, if in our business, the prospecting we do today delivers something 60 to 120 days from now, at the end of the day, we probably can't move the needle dramatically from where we're coursing right now. So it's time to start thinking about the new year. And so the first thing that we do is, um, well, this is an interesting year for us because uh, we are on the end of our three-year plan. Uh, so yeah, so our last three year vision comes to an end this year. And so we are also in planning for our next three year vision, uh, which is really crazy, right? I mean, when we wrote that vision and I'm going to sound like a real estate agent right now, because I'm going to talk about millions and billions and (laughs) trillions of dollars, right? Uh, But, uh, you know, when we wrote that vision three years ago, we had just finished at 202 million, uh, in that year. And we wrote a vision to do 600 million this year and we're trending for 18 for for just that one year. And we're, we're trending at like 656 right now, right? Which to think then how exhausted we were at a year end of 202 million, right? right? To think when we wrote down 600 million, it was like a joke, right? It really was funny. I mean, it was like, how are we going to do it? And it was like, you build a plan, you reverse engineer the outcome and you go, right? right? Pretty simple we do. So we're at that space now. And the first thing that we take inventory of in that three-year plan is what are, what are things in that three-year plan that we've gotten close to, but not executed on? And do we want to carry them over to the next year, next three-year plan? Is there anything that we grossly missed or underestimated? You said, what can you get better at? We say it a little bit different, same exact thing. But when I say it this way, it hurts my feelings. And then it makes me go fight harder, which is what am I weak at? Right. It's funny. I asked one of our agents, one of our uh, agents, Jason Hall, the other day, 
Uh, I asked him, I said, Jay, I want you to write down, take three, four minutes and write down all the things you're great at. We're going to create a value prop. Okay. So he wrote, 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 and got kind of got stuck and it was a little bit hard, you know, so went, and then it was like, what are the things you're weak at? And he just went fire. Right. And he goes, right. why is that so much easier? Right. Jason's a successful agent. I right. said to Jay, I go, when you're successful, you're far more critical of what you're weak at than you are of what you're great at. Right. And so our thing is we take inventory. What are we weak at? And for, you know, a newer agent, it could be something like architecture, interior design, lending trends, right. What's happening in lending. Uh, you know, if you're a team lead, it could be something like a better, tighter PNL, uh, proper tax strategy, tax shelter, proper investments, things to give yourself a foundation for the future in the event we have a correction, right? So those are all those things we can pay attention to where we're weak. We talked the other day about honoring our personnel, honoring the people that work for us and showing gratitude. So you highlight those things as well. And then you definitely have new revenue markers, right? right. Whether it's gross volume, gross profit, net profit, whether it's expansions, expanding into other markets, those types of things. So we're in that process right now. And it's a beautiful thing to be, uh, it, when you start with that vision, which is kind of your big plan, your three-year plan, it's a dream space, right? right? I mean, right. really there's, n there's nothing you can't come up with in right. that space, right? Uh, I'll share a little uh, with you. One of ours is, um, this has been some self-growth, uh, self-growth uh, path, which is, it doesn't always have to be about growth, right? So I'm going to do 600 million this three years. We're going to do 1.2 billion the next three years. Uh, it can be about impact, and so our, our um, focus for our next three-year plan is really about impact. Certainly, we're going to have markers that we grow by, right. but it's going to be far more about impact than it will be just straight numbers, growth, revenue, that sort of thing. Certainly, we are learning as we mature that the more we impact, guess what happens? Right. The numbers and right. volume grow. Right. So, uh, so we're starting that planning now. That's our three-year plan. And then... Um, we're really drilling down on what can we do to finish strong? Uh, specifically, it's fourth quarter right now. Third quarter's here. Right. It really is right. for us. I mean, we, we don't really believe that we can move the needle tremendously in the third quarter. What we can do is we can move the needle on like our training and development arc for our agents so that they trend better, perform better, perform Four different right. for fourth quarter and beyond. So those types of things. But we're really in that space right now of while we're out working to do what we need to do today, now starting to look introspectively to take inventory of where we're at in the business so we can go develop and have ourselves prepared for 19 and our three-year plan. Absolutely love that. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, obviously the, the, the mind, you know, is, is, you know, I mean, do you, do you really have that feeling? Like when you, it's, it's a fine line, right? When you put out your three year, you know, uh, goals, commitments yeah. or, or targets, yeah. right? I mean, you said that you, it seems a little bit like a pipe dream at yeah. the same time. I mean, the mind's got to arrive or think mm -hmm. that that's what we're going to be doing first. Right. Yeah. So kind of where, where do you get caught in that, in that little, um, you know, I think really uh, at the end of the day, for for me, there's this uh, pretty fun pattern I go through in this space, which is we talked about this with my story yesterday about the guy who acquires a $750 million company and he's a human just like me. Can I do it? So I always go through this pattern of I believe I can do anything, literally anything. However, what is the price to pay and what is the reward, the actual reward for anything? And then to ask the question, is the price to pay worth the reward? Right. Pretty right. darn simple. So that pipe dream kind of concept is at 202 million, when we looked up and said 600 million and went, okay, we know about what we're going to have to sacrifice and do and what the climb and all of what's going to have. We reverse engineered that. So we understood what was going to go in, AKA the price to pay. And then we looked at the outcome and we ran that outcome through a profit and loss, a projected profit and loss. And it spit out a healthy, profitable company, just 
that sure. not like, Oh my gosh, we're rich forever. And we can end, we can end. Right? right. So we look at that and we go, well, is that outcome for what we're for the sacrifice we're willing to pay is the outcome worth it? And when you look at it, you go, well, if the outcome's not worth it, we probably shouldn't run this business anymore. Right. Right. Because if we're not at least there, then we're not really on. So at least in that first thing, even though it seemed like a pipe dream, it was really getting to a place where it was like a good, healthy business at that point, then we could get our feet in the ground, dig some roots and go, now what do we really want to do? Not in a way that you go, I have to pay a price to get there, but like I get to do whatever I want to do, make as big of an impact as I can possibly make. And now it's worth whatever price. The price is almost priceless to some degree, if that makes sense. So it's kind of that thing where I track that way to go like, could we do, you know, could, could we do, uh, could we have a hundred offices nationwide in two years? We could, right. that's a fact. What would be the price to pay to do that? Probably everything. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> right. Everything that matters. Right. Um, and so I, that's kind of the pattern I go through to kind of bridge that gap of, is it worth it to, to chase that pipe dream and go after it? Or is it like, hey, maybe we make whatever seemed like a pipe dream then a three, uh, I'm sorry, a four or a five-year plan versus a three-year plan. So I don't know if that Got gives it. any context, yeah, yeah, yeah. but yeah. Yeah, 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 100%. What else you see, I guess, on the horizon mm -hmm. to, to, to talk now that we're, like I said, into this, you know, into the third quarter, into the second half of the year, mm -hmm. um, you know, not just necessarily business and business planning and goals mm -hmm. and all those kinds of things, but, you know, we talked to the other day about, you know, navigating the storm. Yeah. So, you know, in an effort for ourselves to get better and to continue to navigate that storm, what do you see in terms of, you know, an agent in production mm -hmm. or maybe a team leader, mm -hmm. let's talk on those kinds of fronts yeah, great. to continue to stay ahead of the curve, stay profitable. Yep. We've got two challenges right now that are real time in our business. The first one is we have low inventory, right? Period. End of story. No, yeah, yeah. Like we have to talk about low inventory every single day. Yeah. I think, I don't think it's what, uh, what we did, meaning our team at a team of me and four other agents, uh, in 2012, uh, we had the same low inventory issue. It mm -hmm. was when, you know, uh, yeah. Blackstone and we had all the hedge funds buying up all the properties and we yep. were down to sub 10,000 properties on the MLS. We were dealing with the same problem and the way that you fix it, especially cause we've given away our inventory to every IDX website under the sun is you have to go create your own inventory. And you've got to figure out, I, I could sit on here with you on the dose and give all the things that I did, which we can talk on that. Uh, first one is I'll just give one little nugget to do is go find all the dumpsters Okay. That are doing rehabs and do not ask them to list their house. Just ask them if you can sell their house and then go do an open house and find a buyer and tell them, you know, about a property that no one else knows about and go sell them that house. And then after you sell it, then you can ask if you can list the next one. But until then, don't be like everybody else and ask if you can list the property. If you went and just did that all day, went to all the guys with all the dumpsters and found them all in your target market and built a list of off market property. Do you think you'd have value in a market where we have low inventory? Of course you would. Boom. Pretty darn simple. Boom. So if we have low inventory, figure out how to go find the inventory, create some inventory that nobody else has, AKA value. And then at that point, go deliver it and deal make. Right now I've been preaching veins popping out of my neck about quit filling out worksheets. It's called a contract. That's what most of us call it in the business, but we all rely on boilerplate, right? AKA we just fill out worksheets every day. Go learn how to deal make, study your contract. It's your samurai sword, right? That's the thing you have that makes you better than the 1% of the 1% if you know how to navigate that contract. If you have off-market inventory and you know how to use your samurai sword, AKA your contract, you're lethal. You're going to win short-term. I don't care about commission compression. I don't care about iBuyers. I don't care about any of them. If you have inventory that the market can't find and you know the contract better than the other, 
you'll win. It's that simple. So go put those two pieces together and you're going to have a good model going into 2019. Boom, boom. Love it. I don't know else we need to say other than a mic drop. (laughs) (laughs) I do want a samurai sound. Yeah. Oh, you didn't hear it just now? (laughs) That's so good. Uh, (laughs) Guys, on that note, keep the train rolling. Another 14 or 15 more days with, with B North here. With Norco. Yeah. As Norco. If I may. If there I may. it is. If I may. Yep. There it is. <laughs> Guys, have a great day. We'll talk to you tomorrow. See you later. Bye. <laughs>